Today on First Lady and Friends, I had a great conversation with Corey Fairholm. She's Utah PTA president, talking about how we can create partnerships between parents and teachers and be advocates for our students and for education in general. Can't wait for you to take a listen. Let's get proximate. We have today Corey Fairholm, the Utah PTA president. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am. I love PTA. Um, I think you know because I was a teacher. I think um, and a parent. So see, parent teacher. I've had both sides of this, and I actually really love the association and the things that that PTA does. So before we get into that, though, I want to hear about you. Tell me about yourself, where you grew up. Tell me a little bit about your family, all that jazz. Okay. Um, so I grew up in San Diego, California. and Beautiful um, place. Oh, I love San Diego. Gorgeous, man. Yeah, like I think I heard somewhere that it's like the most temperate, like that it the stays the most beautiful temperature like of any year. like any city in the states. Yeah, it's it's beautiful down there. I grew up on the beach and went to the beach every morning. Yeah, it was nice. So lovely. But then um got married and moved to Utah and um, been here 28 years. Mm. And so um my husband and I we have four children. They're all adults now, so that's kind of a bummer. No, is it good or bad? <laughs> it's a uh, it's a learning experience. It's right? quite different than uh, younger children. Adult so, children, yeah, they are a little it's bit tricky. different, but they're fun. Yeah, they give us a run for our money, but yeah, it's fun. So, do you have any married? Um, I have um one son who's married. He's twenty five. I have a daughter who's twenty seven, and I have twin boys who are twenty one. Mm, okay, so they're all out of school. I mean, they're in college, and my son who's married is gonna graduate and be a paramedic hmm. in December so that's kind of helping them through with that so yeah and then we've lived here we live in South Jordan and um, my husband he runs the a management company owns and operates a management company that runs the legacy houses and hotels hmm. so very cool I've been involved in that so what kinds of things, I mean, what kinds of things were you interested as as you're growing up? What kinds of things got you excited? What did you want to work on as you got older? You know, really, my degree, um, I have a degree in health promotion. And so I really, you know, enjoy the from, exercise. Where did you go? From BYU. Okay. And then I have my master's from the University of Utah in gerontology. So you've gone to both red and blue. Uh, you're so right. You're... <laughs> and so I have to, you know, pick and choose who I vote for on or who I cheer Cheerful. for. Um, so, but mainly I really enjoy like health and fitness mm-hmm. and getting out in the outdoors and skiing with the family and traveling with the family and doing those kind of things. So And Utah's a great place. I mean, as, oh, as great as the beaches. Yeah. Like Utah's pretty, although there's some great hikes in San Diego that we've done. Yeah, but yeah, but it. nothing like the mountains, no, right? Nothing the, like the mountains. I am a California girl, but I complain about the snow, but I enjoy to ski. Yeah, I, love I the do skiing. Too. So, yeah, skiing is great. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, that's fun. Um, so. So you love the fitness part. What got you into PTA? I mean, probably just. I mean, your your kids. Exactly. School, right? I mean, yeah, my daughter started kindergarten and I'm like, I want to go to school with you <laughs> and I want to be involved. And 
you know, I wanted to know the teachers and I wanted to talk to the teachers and volunteer in the classroom and know the principal. And so that's what I started doing is, oh, you know, you need help with reflections? I'll do reflections, our program. Oh, you need help volunteering in the class? I did that. So I just got involved and there, and there was always a need, always looking for volunteers. So I started when she was five. So I've been doing that for about 22 years. And it, PTA is a great program and great organization. And so it helped me be more involved in their education and be a part of their education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what kinds of things did you see early on? Um, I, and I assume the kind of the needs and the, and the culture in the schools have changed over those years. What, what kinds of differences are you seeing? Well, you know, really, I am seeing um, there's always a need to have parent involvement mm-hmm. because I studies show that when the parent is involved, the child is more successful in their education. And um, so I've seen that kind of go back and forth over the years where parents want to be involved or they're not allowed to be, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. So I have seen that. But there is always that need to have the parent involved with the, the child and to be part of the classroom and to attend the parent-teacher conferences and to attend the events so that they feel like they're, the child sees their parent involved in their education and their school. Now, probably when they get to high school, they're like, why are you here? <laughs> Don't be here. But, you know, I mean, that's what my two twins did at the last, you know, when they were seniors. They're like, Mom, why are you here at the school? Because I want to be involved. I still want to be involved. I want to be a part of your education. Mm. Yeah, I love that. When my son was in high, my oldest was in high school, I'd always been involved in the PTA at the elementary school level. And Mm -hmm. there really wasn't, you know, in our small area, really a robust PTA in the high school and every once in a while, somebody would, you know, kind of get involved and decide they were going to, you know, open a chapter there and, and get it going again. And um, so when my oldest was there in our high school, he they he said, Mom, he was in a band and they really wanted to do Utah PTA does a, an incredible job with their Utah, their um, Battle of the Bands, Battle of the Bands yes. competition. Yes. And so my son said, we want to do Battle of the Bands. And they're like, well, you have to have a PTA to do Battle yep. of the Bands. And so me and the two other moms from mm-hmm. the band, <laughs> Made, we were the PTA. There you go. <laughs> it's all you needed. You that's needed all a president. You, yeah, and, and a treasurer. And, treasurer and a secretary. And, yep, and that's what happens. And and how wonderful. I mean, I remember yeah. that. I remember them doing being part of the Battle of the Bands. And they did it. And they, I mean, for all the years they were in high school. Yeah. And I think it kind of fizzled when we left because I was like, well... This is it. I should have kept going with the other kids, but um, I was hoping that, you know, it's always that same 10 people that do everything. Yep, so exactly. STP. Yep. So it was like, uh, surely somebody else will step up and do this. But I think that's that's how we roll. I think so many of us think somebody else will step up, but they're not. So it's me. So talk a little bit about, you know, maybe as you as you served in different roles in PTA, how did you get to maybe where you are now? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> sometimes you go, oh my gosh, what? Why am I at this level? But there's always, um, there's always, there was always a need, and there was always, you know, oh, we don't have a president, or we don't have a reflections chair. Can you do it? And that was a, you know, something that I went, oh yes, I was always willing to do it because I had the time to do it. 
But um, but there's so many opportunities in PTA that even, you know, a working mom or dad could do it for one hour or, you know, once a week or once a month just so that they can be part of that. And I think that's what's important is there's always an opportunity to serve mm-hmm. and to serve in the PTA and um, and to work with the staff and the principals and the other parents to provide opportunities for our kids. And that's what our mission says is that we want to make every child's potential a reality. Mm. And we are, you know, when I went to school where I started PTA, it was just for my daughter. And then all of a sudden I went to the school and I'm like, oh no, I'm serving all the kids. Mm -hmm. And then now it's, I was serving all the kids in the school district. Now it's, I'm serving every kid in the state. Mm. And so I think that's, as we look at that, it becomes like, I'm here to help and to make every child's potential a reality. And I say, one thing that I always say is, you know, our membership is 77,000 people across the state of Utah. We are an army of 77,000 people out there working for every child from Mm -hmm. Logan to St. George. Mm -hmm. We are serving every child. And that's what's so important. And I think that's, when we when you understand that to say I can make a difference by one hour a week or one hour a month, then it's like, oh, I can do this. And that's what I think I started saying to it's like, oh, I can do this. I want to be part of this huge organization. And to kind of boast in 2025, we're going to be celebrating 100 years of Utah PTA being around. And that's amazing. That's huge. That's huge because 100 years of advocating for our kids, 100 years of volunteering for our kids, making a difference for those kids. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, you know, that's what I went for. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're part of this huge army of parents, grandparents, teachers. We are helping them. Mm, I love that. So talk a little bit about what what PTA is and what it isn't. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that, well, I sign up when I when I go back, you, you know, go to back to school night or I, you know, but I don't know that I'm really doing anything or what it might. So maybe talk a little bit of what PTA is. And then I think there's probably a lot of misconceptions what PTA isn't. Well, and <laughs> there is a lot of misconceptions. I get that. Um, so we're a parent teacher association. So we are parents and teachers forming a partnership to advocate for that child. And to finish the mission, it is every child's potential a reality by working with families and communicate communities to advocate for all children. So we're bringing everybody in, um, community partners, families, parents, grandparents, to advocate for those children and to um, you know make every child's potential a reality. And, you know, this, this really hits me is when a child needs surgery or a life-saving skill or something, it is another child's, another person's child who's going to do that life-saving surgery. And as a community member, I want to make sure that every child's successful and that they have a future so I'm going to, you know, pay my taxes. I'm going to volunteer so I can be able to help those kids have a future and to have a reality. So I think that's what PTA is about, mm-hmm. is working together 
with the communities, with the parents, with uh, the schools, the administrators, everyone coming together to advocate and to help that child receive that education. Now, there's tons of rumors out there, tons of them. And, you know, you know, there's other groups that, you know, want to go against or they have a louder voice and telling the legislators to change certain bills or have this bill go this way. But, you know, there are parents who are out there wanting what's best for their kids. And that's what I think PTA is about, mm. is all those. And it's a group of parents coming together to make that difference. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know, I've seen the power in PTA and I've seen the power in the positivity um, that oh, PTA totally. brings um, to the to the discussion. I mean. I, you know, PTA has, has their time out on the Hill and I want to get more into that, uh, um, talking about how we can do that. But I, I just think it's really powerful that, um, we have these organizations. I mean, I know that our Utah state board of education did a survey of parents, um, last year, it was like 60,000 and I've, I've quoted this here before, but about 60,000, um, parents were surveyed and it was almost 90% of them were happy with their kids, teachers in their schools. And so if, if, if they're happy, what are, you know, if those, if those, you know, basically 90% of those families are happy, you know, where, where's the support? Why is the negativity? Why are we seeing all this? And I think, you know, there's this opportunity for us to really um, accentuate the positive. Think about how we can, tell the story of the good things that are happening in this parent teacher relationship and all the good things that the children are doing. Um, I, I, I told this story uh, at an event I was at last night. Uh, Spencer and I went to, we went to U2 to the sphere in Las Vegas and it's, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> it was, it's so cool. Like it was a crazy whirlwind. Like we literally left one afternoon and got back at like six o'clock the next morning. It was wild, but we got down there and like you walk in the sphere and it's like, it's really hard to describe. It is something like from the future. You, you walk in there and Spencer was like, he's like, Abby, this is the future. This is crazy. <laughs> so like, you know, the whole sphere is like, like these, these tiles, like 68,000 tiles that, that are doing the, you know, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. So it's these led tiles. I don't know exactly awesome, yeah. how it works. And then, and then of course you got you too, and they're singing and then all the things that are going on, you know, visually and, and it's wild. It's just wild. And about halfway through the concert, I look over and in the one kind of just, just a little bit to my left, my eyesight, there was one of the tiles went out. Hmm. And so it was this little dark rectangle, so a black rectangle, and everything else is still going, and it's and it's crazy, and all the things that are happening everywhere. And I don't know, we were talking about it after. It was, like, super distracting because it's like your eye just kept going to this little dark spot. Everything else is working. It looked great. And 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 Bono singing and and the edge is playing and it's it's so great. You know, it's it's great. And Spencer and I were talking about it after we were like, "You know what? This is this is a metaphor." Like 67,999 tiles are working. But not that one. But there's one that wasn't. And that's all we were focused on. Like 
we're focused on that one thing. So you think about our education, you think about our children, you think about parents and teachers and what's going on in, in our communities. There is so much good. Oh, yeah. So much good. So much happy, so many happy things and, and kids achieving and, and parents collaborating and supporting and teachers working their guts out. And, and there's that, what we one, focus on is the negative. The one negative that brings down the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I just think that that's why I love having you in here and, and talking about this, because I think you're able to spotlight all the positive things and the wonderful things that are going on in our schools and with our kids and with our teachers. Um, but I want to, I want to get into that and how we can advocate and how we can become part of that 90% that, that is doing the positive things that are shining a light on the positive things. And we'll do that when we come right back. Welcome back to first lady and friends. We're here with Corey Fairholm. She is the Utah PTA president. Um, so we have all our, our PTA presidents throughout the at each school. You have region. Talk a little bit about the organization of PTA. Okay, so um, the state PTA is set up as a parent organization. And so we have 54 people on our board. And they go out through the community and work with legislators and community partners talking about or you know, just talking about PTA and promoting what we're doing out in the community. Um, and then then every school district or the region, or sorry, the state is divided up into 20 regions. And so usually it's a school district is considered a region. And some of the rural areas down in St. George, there might be two school districts for a region. Up in Logan, I think there's two school districts per region. So that's how that's divided up. And then... Um, then certain areas have councils, and so those are about 10 to 12 local PTAs make up a council, and there might be eight to nine councils, eight to 10 councils per region. So, um, and then every school, so currently we have about 650 local PTAs throughout the state of Utah. So not every school is a PTA, but we do have 650 throughout the state. Um, like I said, they're from Logan down to St. George. We have a, uh, one in Moab. We have one in Antimony. So you know where those are, yep, right? I do. <laughs> um, so, and we do have those. And then every school has a PTA. They work with uh, the principal and setting that up. And it's a group of parents that come together and um, they have, you know, meetings, they plan activities. They, you know, might have a fundraiser. They, I have seen Red Ribbon Week, Kindness Week, Battle of the Bands, Books and Buddies. So many different things. And I usually, you know, let them know what your community needs. Look at what your community needs and that's what you're going to base your activities and your events around. Mm -hmm. So there might be a need for more reading or there might be a, a need for more mathematics so then they would plan those activities to help those students excel in those areas and have an opportunity to learn more. Um, it is also, you know, we do hearing screenings, vision screenings. So we're providing that support for the school to be able to provide the volunteer force to have those things that happen as well. So there's lots of things that the PTAs do in their schools. 
and they're yeah serving the kids and yeah yeah um how hard is it to get members and get members to to volunteer is it is it more difficult now to get more more volunteers or are you finding like people are ready and willing to serve you know it is harder because they say oh if i belong to pta that means i have to volunteer Mm. oh i work and i can't volunteer but if they realize by joining pta that's giving us more members more memberships to have a larger voice about the capital and every year we give governor cox a check um, of how many volunteer hours we have done mm-hmm. throughout the state for that year. Last year, it was like $22 million. Wow. Representing how many hours we have had volunteers mm. across the state. So, yeah, it was, that's amazing. Well, that's amazing. And it's also probably doesn't represent the actual number no, of it doesn't. volunteer no, no. hours. No, it for sure does not represent the total volunteer. So that's our thinking, best I estimate. I don't think I ever like put did you my not, hours. Did you not turn in your hours? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I know. Sorry. That's like <laughs> no, a- it's okay. No, and we find that too. Yeah. I mean, and even if a parent babysits, you know, their neighbor's kids while they the other parent goes in to... Um, volunteer. Yeah, those are hours. Those are hours. Yep. If you're driving around and you're on the phone talking about PTA, those are hours. Yeah. We even say if you dream about them, those are hours <laughs> too. But, um, but yeah, it's yeah. That but is, yeah, it's but it was like incredible force. It is. You mentioned the legislature and and sort of advocating up on the hill with legislators. Talk a little bit more about that and, and sort of the power that PTA has, the voice that you have uh, as an organization to to influence policy in education. So, and this is great because part of our mission statement is advocating. Mm-hmm. And every people, lots of parents are like, oh my gosh, I'm too afraid to talk to my legislator. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. Or, you know, they're going to look at me like I'm weird or I don't know what to do. But, you know, advocating is going to the principal and talking to him and going to the teacher and talking to your teacher about your child. So advocating is many different levels. So when we get up to the hill on our 45 days during the session, you know, we are up there and we have and we don't have a paid lobbyist. We are all volunteers up there working and talking and talking to these legislators. So what Utah PTA does is we have a we um we create resolutions. And so we have resolutions on many different topics. If we have a resolution, then we can take a position on a bill. So we um we can do it for, against, opposed, opposed with comment, those kind of things. And that's what we do is we have a legislative action or advocacy committee that meets every week. And we review the bills that um, affect the children and their education. And so then we take a position and we let the legislators know Utah PTA is in favor of this mm-hmm. bill. Are Utah PTAs opposed? And that represents um, all of our members mm-hmm. because we have a resolution that we're able to speak to those bills. Okay. So when we go up there and... Um, you know, one thing is we really got to work before the session. 
and it's just not the 45 days, right? It's we got to work before the session and work with those legislators and talk to them and reach out. And it's so important for the parents to know who their legislators are, to be able to email them and say, I have a concern about this bill. What's your position on it? These are my concerns. Even talking to them, attending their town hall meetings, talking to them before to say, these are my concerns. And those legislators should be representing their constituents and listening to what they're saying. And if you're happy with the bill, let them know that. If you're unhappy, let them know that too. And I think that's what we need to know is know who your legislators are, even know who your school board members are local and state school board members so that you will know too because they're representing you and your children at their meetings and forming the policies and everything. So I think it's become part of that system. And a lot of parents are like, oh, I don't want to be involved. I don't know what to say, but it is get involved, follow, follow the bills, attend the meetings. Um, anyone's welcome um, to our LAC is what we call it, our Legislative um, Advocacy Committee. Anyone's welcome to attend. And, and, and we meet with legislators there. We talk to them. We tell them what we're concerned about. And many times they've gone back to say, okay, Utah PTA said that. Let's work on this. And so we are making a difference. And um, legislators look. Utah PTA, they have where they're representing seventy seven thousand members. Let's listen to what they're saying. Yeah. No, I think your message is spot on, absolutely spot on. I can't tell you how many times I've asked people, a room full of adults, say, you know, raise your hand if you know who your legislator is. And <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah. And 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 look, I I've, I've been in this political business for a long time. And my husband was a county, uh, was a city council member. He was the mayor. He was a county commissioner. He was a member of the legislature. He was a lieutenant governor and governor. I know people. I know the legislators. I know people that make these decisions. And they love hearing from real constituents. Oh, yes. They it, they really do this. I know some people think, oh, they'd never listen. They don't. We can't talk to them. They're out there at the legislature. I don't have time to go. Honestly, like I can't tell you how many times like if you just as constituents, as normal constituents that don't do this for a living, that isn't that you aren't a lobbyist, you aren't. If you, especially when you have a group as powerful as the PTA that you could be a part of and advocate with, but even just as individuals, if you see something that you don't like or see something that you really want to have passed, you just a, an email, a phone call, a message sent to them is a personal message, not a form letter. I have to tell people like, yeah, don't do a form letter. Do not send a form letter and, you know, start off with some happy thoughts before you launch into what yeah, you tell want. them hey i really appreciate what you've done here yes but look at this yeah yeah i have a concern here yeah give them that positive reinforcement before but yeah they are humans i oh, know yeah. that's hard to believe they are actual human beings that that you know need affirmation and want to connect with people that they serve and it's it's a big deal so thank you for for your advocacy on that and and really making sure that folks have that information. 
Um, you mentioned also local and state school board races and yes. and folks. That is where the majority of the curriculum decisions are made. Exactly. So talk maybe a little bit about how important it is for uh, for parents to be involved there. You know, it's so important to understand what those two roles are and the state and the local and to attend the board meetings and to understand and to talk to them. Like you said, they're just humans, right? And they're just normal people and they have a desire to help those kids I, and to have the best education provided for the students in their areas. So I <clears throat> I think it's so important to be able to no, people don't ever think about school board. Like, who is my person? Like, why would I talk to them? But I, man, my school board member, her and I talk all the time. And it's so important to say, why'd you vote this way? And why'd you, what's going on here? So you can understand what is happening in your schools. Yeah. And if you, and if you see, I always get really frustrated with the fact that people, and I, I get it. It's it's a hard process, and 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 we're living our lives. Yeah, this is not most people's lives, and I and I understand that. But sometimes with teachers and and parents and and people that are seeing things happen during the legislature or just post legislature, they see the bill that passed, or they see a bill that's like, oh, we've talked all about this bill as if it's passed, and yeah. it hasn't passed. Yeah. You know, and, and it's in the bill form and everyone's like, oh, no, it's a terrible, it's a terrible bill. It's a terrible bill. I can't believe they would do this. Well, it hasn't passed yet. So this is your opportunity prior to the session or during the session before something's passed to really talk to your legislator or your school board member or, you know, whatever that timeline is, whatever your issue is, if you if you and like all your neighbors and friends get on it and and talk to the legislator, you will make a difference. Oh, you will. And I think you brought up a good point. A lot of them are like, I don't want to get involved. Legis- yeah. You know, that just scares me. I There's other people that will do it for me. I don't want to get involved. I got to work all day or I'm at home with little kids. I can't do it. Oh, no, you can because you can follow the bills. You can look at the bills. You can find out their emails. All their emails are posted. You can give them a call and just asking the questions and getting involved and trying to understand. And I think a lot of people don't understand and they don't see the whole picture. And they're like, oh my gosh, it scares me. I don't understand. But, and you know, and I still, I'm like that way. I'm always like, oh my gosh, I don't understand. But now I've learned, ask the question. Can you explain this to me? Why did you do it this way? What's going on? Why'd you make this policy? Why'd you do this? And then once they do that, then they can say, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Or where's my concern? Yep. And if you, that, and I think, I mean, I'm the parent that always asks questions. Yeah. I was that annoying parent, right? <laughs> but I think that's what's important because they're making decisions on how your kid's education is, the policies, um, how the teachers teach. I mean, that's what they're deciding. So I think Get involved. Yeah, it's your kids. It's, it's your, your kids. kids. And you want what's best for your kids. Yeah. And I want my kids to be successful. I want them to have, I want them to be happy. And yeah. And by getting involved, you can do that. Yeah. No, and even if it's one hour a week or one hour a month, that's okay. Or it's one phone call to a one legislator. One phone call or, or one, one 
you one know, email, one visit to a, you know a, a school board member. It's yeah. it's really important. Um, I I love I love what we're saying about connecting with our legislators, saying something positive, giving them some positive feedback, and then asking the question without you know. Sometimes we see stuff in the news. Sometimes we you know sometimes oh, yeah. uh, things are cherry picked and we don't actually see the whole bill or understand everything. So I love the idea of asking questions mm-hmm. first before we go charging in saying I hate this and this is terrible and you must be a terrible human to support this without really understanding the process and what's going on. So it's really important to ask those questions. Um, that is a really good skill for talking to your legislators. But when we come right back, I want you to talk about how parents can talk to their teachers um, and, and that relationship and how we can make that stronger. And we'll do that when we come right back. We're back here on First Lady and Friends with Corey Fairholm, Utah PTA president, talking all about how do we get involved? What are the best ways to get involved? We talk about teachers um, and, and, you know, parents getting involved with the legislators. But, you know, lately I've been very concerned because I talk to teachers all the time. And, um, you know, this polarization in our country and in our state is, is really dropping in the laps of our of our of our teachers. And I think parents are feeling frustrated because they see things um, in the media, on social media, sometimes their favorite um, cable news channel, which I would encourage you to turn off. Um, (laughs) If, if you, if you see something that really concerns you and causes you to feel outrage, um, what, what do you do? What do you do as a parent? What should we be doing to uh, we, we talked about having that relationship with these teachers. That's the best partnership we can have for our kids. Oh, the best. I mean, beside our pa- our other parent. Yeah. The, you know, the, the child's other parent. That's a good that's a good relationship to make sure we have a good partnership there. But but next to that, almost it really is this parent teacher relationship that that really elevates the child's learning and connection and sense of community and love and belonging. So talk a little bit about how we improve those relationships between parents and teachers. Yeah, and I think you you bring up such a good point because there's so much stuff out in the media and then all of a sudden I'm concerned about my child and I'm a be the you know, the bear mom and I'm going to go in and attack. But if you go in and say, what are we doing? Ask them, like you said, build that relationship, build a friendship with the teacher and talk to them and go in and say, Hey, this is what I heard on the news. Is this what's happening? Can I come into the class and help? Can I come into the class and watch you teach? And and the teachers are going to be willing to do that. Teachers are Teachers want to have a good relationship with parents because they have your child in the classroom five to six hours a day and they see how your child acts. They see their learning skills. They see what they're learning, how they're learning, and they want to make sure that that child is successful. Teachers are good guys. They're, 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 I mean, that's a great profession to choose and they want to help every child. And so therefore, they're going to say, you know what, Connor's struggling a little bit. Can you help him in this area? And as a parent and as a partner, I'm going to go in and say, what can I do at home to help my son or my daughter be successful? Is he struggling in speech? Okay, I'll get him speech therapy. Is he struggling in reading? Okay, I will 
you know, spend an extra hour tonight or this week working on reading. And that helps because then I've opened up that communication with my my child's teacher that we're focusing on their education. And that's what's so important is open up that communication. They're not bad guys. Teachers are not bad guys. They want that child to be successful in their own class. So develop that friendship. Develop that relationship where you can call and say, hey, you know, my your son had a hard day today. Is something off? Is something going on? And a teacher's going to pick that up. And the teacher can call the parent and say, hey, you know what? Your son had a hard time today. Let's, you know, let's work on it or something happened. And then you're more aware of it. Or even if they had a very successful day, then the parent, the teacher can say, you know what? I've seen great success. And then the parent at home can say, what happened at school? Your teacher told me you had a successful day. Tell me about it. And then the, you know, the child's going to go, that's cool. My, my teacher thinks I'm cool. I'm, my teacher thinks I had a good day. So I think that brings a great aspect into the parent's life as well as the child, as well as the teacher. Yeah. So it's a team. We're working together as a team with the teachers and the parents for that one child. Yeah. It's so beautiful when it works really well. And yeah. honestly, I've seen it so many times and I, I, they're so, I'm so grateful for my kids, teachers there. I, there's not one that I didn't feel like had my child's best interest at heart really and truly. Uh, and they all do. Yeah, they do. That's the thing. I mean, and I have to say like, there's, there was a, I don't know, it was a Facebook meme or, a, you know, something I saw years and years ago. And it honestly made me cry because it said, um, I wasn't prepared as a parent for the love I would feel for people who love my children. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I am at with my kids' teachers is that they love my children. They're working their guts out for my child. Um, They're spending their hours after, you know, their contract time to figure out the best way to teach my child, the best way my child's going to learn. And I have so much love in my heart for for my kids' teachers because they love my kids. And I think that kind of relationship just elevates that child um, and and makes them very successful. Well, and you think about it. They've had a teacher from kindergarten to 12th grade and several other teachers, you know, high school and middle school. But they have made an impact mm-hmm. and built that child's foundation of education from kindergarten on up. And they've made a difference in their lives. And they've taught them important things. And I mean, I can remember uh, all the teachers that made a difference in my own life. Yep. And then I look at my own kids and I can point out, you know, oh, that teacher helped you here. That teacher helped you here. And they're like, yeah, you're right. And this is why I chose this career, mom, is because of this teacher, because they made an impact. And so teachers are very impactful on kids' lives. Yeah, I had. They are making a difference. That's exactly right. I had. There was an artist that I just recently met who talked about. um, He was kind of a, you know, a kid that got very distracted and doodled and and drew. And he'd been working really hard. And you know, he's in class in elementary school, and he's drawing this picture that was, you know, that he'd spent so much time on. And of course, he was doing that instead of whatever else he was, you know, supposed to be doing. And and the teacher, you know, got after him and said, now bring that here and throw it away. You need to start working on stuff. So he was so sad and so nervous. And so he, he lightly set the, the, the drawing in the garbage thinking, well, maybe I can come back later and sneak it out of the (laughs) the garbage can. And, um, 
And so he went back and sat down and was devastated about his drawing and didn't know what to do. And after class, the teacher asked him to come up and visit with her. And she had pulled it out of the garbage and said, did you do this? And he said, yeah. He said, she said, that is really good. You are very talented. And talked about, you know, kind of redirecting about when we should do this and when we should focus. But like he became an artist because of this teacher and and I think uh, and a very successful artist. And so I I think, you know, teachers have the power when we support them as parents to really change the lives of our students. And I think what you said is so important is when we support them and when we realize they're our partners with helping this child yeah because I, I look back and um I even ran into a teacher at Costco and I'm like oh what grade did you teach my kid in and she's like second and I'm like whoa that was a long time ago but you still because we formed that friendship yeah yeah and we're still friends and you know that's what's important is forming that friendship and being able to talk to them yeah yep. ask them questions ask them why why is why are you teaching this what's you know help me understand this don't go in attacking, but going in seeking to understand. The curiosity. Is, yeah. I love that. Seeking to understand. Um, I think that's how we get rid of the polarization. It's where we get rid yeah. of the the hate and the anger and 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 we start to see understanding and connection. Well, and it's all about the whole community. Yep. It's the bus driver, the custodian, the um, library worker, the you know the food service worker. Yes, yeah. we're all coming together to help that child be successful. I love it. So, thank you, Corey. This has just been a great conversation, and thank you for what you're doing. I know it's all volunteer. People don't realize that, but yeah, this it's is, all volunteer. She's not getting paid to be the <laughs> nope. PTA president of Utah. So <laughs> I'm not, and neither is anybody else um, in the organization. Yeah. So my hats off to you again. Well, thank I've, you. I, I was the treasurer one time, That's awesome. and so a couple of times, and so it feels. Uh, you know, I've done just a teeny bit of PTA, nothing what you've done. And so I appreciate all your work. So but you're making you. a difference by being a member. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. To find out more information, you can go to utahpta.org. Thanks for being a friend.